With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour this Friday. Final hour of the week for us. It's a meat Friday. We just went out and inspected the brand new Ironwood Grill. We got smoked and seared ribeyes with bourbon butter and barbecued baked beans. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. That's the right answer. And nobody has it better than you, the audience, because I got you taken care of for Mother's Day. The response has been great. It's uh, Dan's Deals, danpatrick.com. And uh, we got some really good partners here and exclusive deals just for you. Big savings. Anywhere from 50 to 84% off. Go to danpatrick.com. Click on Dan's Deals, top of the page. Get your Mother's Day shopping done. And you only have until Saturday at 1 Eastern. That's it. And some of the things have already sold out. But uh, we have some wonderful items. Very proud of uh, the partners that we have and glad to pass on the savings to you. Monster Energy AMA Supercross only has three races left. But they have one coming up this weekend. And it is a tight race. Next stop, Nashville, Saturday at 3 on NBC. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free. Also, radio affiliates around the country. Coming up, we will uh, recap round one. Matt Miller, he covered the draft for ESPN last night. He'll join us. You have the Kings and the Warriors. Warriors are favored by seven and a half. The Grizzlies are getting four and a half against the Lakers. How big is this game? Bigger game for the Lakers tonight or the Warriors tonight? It's game six. Warriors are at home defending champs. The Lakers, you can get rid of the Memphis Grizzlies and move on. But uh, bigger game for the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors being the defending champs? Yes, Paulie. If the Lakers gave up this series, it's weird. They would get just crucified yes, locally, nationally, even though they're facing a team that had eight more wins in the regular season. They would get criticized more than the Bucks did for losing to the Miami Heat. Way more. Yes. Way, more than the, way more than the Clippers. Clippers got criticized for like an hour and a half. Uh, and, Marv, you're working the Heat-Knicks game on Sunday? I will be at the Garden on nice. Sunday. Okay. We're going to check out to see who's there. Okay. Who's always been there? Okay. Like, oh, Sarah Jessica, Matthew. Who's who, what's what? Oh, I'm always trying to find <laughs> that in New York. Okay. What is uh, what is your job? So it's called the utility. I run, like, the cables on the guy behind the uh, cameraman. Oh, okay. So I might be on the court. Oh. 
Okay. Oh, hey, Spike. Do you think anybody will recognize you? No. <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I got recognized when I worked at uh, Mohegan Sun. And they were like, hey, Mars. Hey, um, can you wear a Dan Patrick Show shirt? Probably. Well, I don't want you to jeopardize your side gig. He actually can't wear one, but he's trying to think how he can. I can wear a t-shirt and then like a hoodie over it. And then when the game starts, ah, look, everybody, it's me, Marvin, from the Dan Patrick Show. Could you, uh-huh, do, got you. Could you, could you do the Marvin Hands t-shirt? That might be a conversation starter with somebody at the mothership, and they'd be like, okay, but you know what? Uh, it's sensitive times at the mothership, so I want to make sure that mm. you're okay. Yeah, I got a trip to San Francisco coming up soon. Oh, that's vacation. It sure is. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't want you to lose that side gig there. Yes, time. I have a question about the Lakers. I agree they'll get crucified. It'll be very critical if they don't get past Memphis, but it wasn't that long ago where people were saying they may not even get into the play-in game. So how did things change so much from a couple of months ago? They may not even get a chance to even get into the seven or eight spot. Yeah, but once you get the expectations and now you're playing well, now we expect you to be great. Anthony Davis healthy. They seem to have found a nice rotation here. The Clippers are out of the picture. And, you know, feels like the West is open there a little bit. So I think it's because they played well, therefore the expectation level rises, and it would be a disappointment. And plus it's LeBron. If if LeBron wins, then we'll talk about it. If he loses, uh, he'll get criticized more than probably any other player on any other team if they would bow out this early. The Joker could bow out and won't get criticized as much as LeBron. But that's just LeBron gets clicks. Even Steph Curry, if they bow out, it'll probably be because of somebody else on the Warriors, not Steph Curry. Yeah, Paul. I think about Anthony Davis a lot because it's so random what game he's going to have, 12 points and six rebounds in a win, 34-19 in a loss. It's very frustrating. We talked about this a few years ago. Is there any athlete in professional sports who would be more served legacy-wise by leading his team to a title than Anthony Davis. I think I think three years ago we said Clayton Kershaw. It's clean up on aisle five. The Dodgers won. He was partially responsible for it, and people completely forgot about his postseason struggles. If Anthony Davis happened to be, in the next year or two, NBA Finals MVP. I, I still don't know if he'll get the credit. It's going to be LeBron or people be critical of LeBron that – you know, uh, he was along for the ride. You know, somebody else had to carry him. It, it it's always goes back. Nobody cares about Anthony Davis. I mean, you care if you're a Laker fan, you want him to play well. But when he is in New Orleans, nobody cared. You were like, eh, he's a good player. If, if Anthony Davis played for the Clippers, nobody would care. He'd be a nice player. But you play for the Lakers and you play with LeBron. It just goes with the territory there. Nobody cared about Chris Bosh when he was in Toronto. Nice player. All of Famer. Nobody cared. Now all of a sudden you're with the Heat. You're playing with LeBron. We care. Kyrie, when he goes to Boston, nobody cared. When he was playing with LeBron, people cared. It's just, that's what LeBron brings you. Yes, he... Anthony Davis doesn't get credit for the ring they already got. Don't even remember that he won that one. Yeah. I don't even know what his numbers were. He's already got a ring. I don't know what his numbers were in the bubble. I got him. Okay. I think uh, that playoff series, that whole playoffs, he was like 27 and 9. Okay. Those are nice. I like even did the voice. Eh, nice. No, it's nice numbers. He should be Giannis. He was Giannis before Giannis. 
He should be unbelievable. Now, playing with LeBron can stunt your growth a little bit because you're always acquiescing. You're always deferring to LeBron is what I meant to say. Let me try that again. Let's get rid of some words. You're always acquiescing to LeBron. Yes, he... Anthony Davis, unfortunately for him, uh, is labeled soft. And that hurts him a lot. He gets so, a lot. So he gets hurt by getting he, hurt. He gets a lot of boo-boos. <laughs> he doesn't get hurt. He gets a lot of boo-boos. Every game at some point. Yeah. He There's should... some point in every game that he's like, God! No, no. <laughs> I have no feeling in my toes. Yeah, my tailbone. Yeah. My shoulder. Oh, actual sound. Yeah. Actual sound. Yeah. Yes, Marv. Once a game, he makes a... Sound. Yeah. Uh, once again. Ah. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Oh, my tricep. Two to four weeks, or are you coming back in a minute? What's the poll question for the final hour of this program? <laughs> uh, move you didn't like from yesterday, Dan. Okay. The Jets trading for Rodgers. The Ravens giving Lamar two hundred large. Uh, or you love them both. This is a Pauly Pap special. Yeah, but Rodgers already happened. I guess this week. Oh, okay. Sorry, I said yesterday, but this week. Yeah. Oh. Well, you got to win a Super Bowl, or at least compete for a Super Bowl, and you got to have him come back. So that's those are the two things you got to have. You got to compete, and you got to make sure he comes back next year. Because if not, then you really got fleeced on that deal. Fleeced Navidad. Nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was my uh, my. Cousins, my aunt and uncle are the Felices, and my cousin Jay, when he would be pitching in Little League, there was this one kid named <laughs> Kevin Mannion that whenever Jay was pitching, he would sing Felice Navidad, and he would be like, shut up! He got under his skin so much. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Mannion, he really knew how to play mind games. Yeah, back then. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Felice yeah. Navidad! Shut up! <laughs> Jeff in Detroit. Jeff joining us. Thanks for holding, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Dan. First of all, you were talking about products versus songs that, you know, the commercials. I can never think of the California Raisins without hearing I heard it through the grapevine. Yep, very Those good. Those were forever linked, dude. Very good. Uh, one time for my back room, bro, two times for chat row. Listen, last night you drive, I, 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 I know I'm not the smartest person in the world, but this has me baffled, man. It's like... Going to Peter Luger's and thinking I'm going to get a steak and I end up with a veggie tray or something, it feels like I'm supposed to be eating something a lot better than what I ate. First of all, what confuses me, Jamal, uh, Jamal, you get rid of that guy. $12 million when he goes to the Saints. Then we get a uh, 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 running back for $18 million. Then you go out and draft one. With our pick, I, 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 I don't understand the logic. And on top of that, Dan, this is what really gets me about it. With that, with B. John Robinson being in the building, why don't you just keep the number six pick? As many times as people have said he's a generational player, along with that, he seems like he has kind of like the uh, the mentality of a Barry Sanders somewhat. You know, calm, cool. Every time you talk to him, he's really good. So I, I Help me out, man. Keep your head up. Keep your head up, Jeff. Keep your head up. Uh, I didn't agree with the philosophy, but they got good players. I just didn't believe in the approach of where you got those players. Marvin pointed out to me where I said, Hendon Hooker goes to the Vikings. He goes, you know, the Vikings don't have a second-round draft pick. And I said, 
Not yet. Maybe they move up to get Hendon Hooker, Marvin. Just because they don't have a second-round pick doesn't mean that they won't end up with one. Yes, Todd? Sometimes you have to negotiate to get a hooker, so that makes sense. Let's see what they do. <laughs> Not a set price, I don't think. I don't know. You're the one who went out with a porn star. I did, before she was. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was something. Thank you, Todd. Should I drop the name now? I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Really? I think you already have, like, a... At least have I said that in the times, air, though? Many, many, I, many times. I think yeah. Seton, I could guess the name because Fritzy's mentioned it. Is so it like times. Raven? No. It starts with an A. An A. All right, Paul. An A and either a C or a K. It's, it's Alicia Class. Fritzy's mentioned it 40 times. I believe it's Alicia. 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 I just remember that's the name Fritzy <laughs> said. So you went out with Alicia Class. If you could call it that. I bought a lot of sushi for her one afternoon in Santa Monica, and that was the extent of our relationship. Did you follow up with her? I did not. She just sent me several porn tapes to like an office that she should not have sent it to in uh, in L.A. My place of business where I was working. So it's a good thing I opened up that box in a separate room, like in yeah, the mail room. Wait, wait a minute, isn't she saying hello? She it just said hi, Toddy. Surprise! I'm a porn star, and that was the, with the that was the little note that she left for me. And then the the exclamation point with a little heart where where the dot would oh. be at the bottom of it. She's telling you to follow uh, up I with I didn't her. Pick up on that that. Maybe the light green, was green. That heart's a green light. Come on! I wasn't feeling. She that. sent you her work, and said, you know, happy viewing, Toddy. Surprise! I'm a porn star. Take a look yeah. at these. Yeah. Those tapes are a preview of date number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was briefly engaged to Seymour Butts. True story. His name was Seymour Butts? Uh, I'm going to say it's a stage name, uh, but I'm not positive. Or his destiny. I'm not positive. Now, it, was he a porn star too? Uh, yes. Oh, God. I think Tushy Heaven was like a number one hit in the VHS world back in the Blockbuster video rental days. I don't know. Don't hold me to that. I have to check the stats. Were those videos at Blockbuster? You got to go behind some curtain. Yeah, go behind, oh, go yeah, behind the, the security guard, and you got to know the password and a secret uh, knock. But you can get there. No. Wait, is the room that you go through with, and you yeah, the they beads. had the beads. <laughs> yeah, and you would walk by, but you you couldn't go in because you didn't want somebody to see you in there. Or you're coming out and you got you know three tapes there, and you got your neighbor there, you know Mrs. Kravitz going, oh, what'd you get? Oh, you know, just a just a. Couple of easy viewing. Does your grandma know you're looking at that smut? <laughs> well, you couldn't have. Well, you weren't with your mom, so you you were on your own then. I so, was, yeah, briefly. yeah. But uh, good times, good times. Yeah, she is. She she's probably saying to her friends, and this guy never followed up with the me. The one that got away. Yeah, you're the <laughs> one that got away. She was performing at that bachelor party very well. I didn't get any of that action, but I watched from a side while I was, you know, having my little appetizers. Uh, and then said, "Hey, uh, not, would you like to go out sometime?" But but you see her you look at like a this... sushi kind of girl. What do you think? I know, Monica. But Todd, you see her at this bachelor party, and I went over and I said, "I just want to let you know, I think you're the prettiest girl in here." And then she gave me a kiss on my mouth very briefly, which I initially thought was Ooh. awesome. And then I thought about what she might have been doing throughout the course of the night, and I immediately went into the bathroom and started scrubbing my face. And then ate 18 more mini hot dogs. I did. Then I went on to a, there was a little house slow main on the side there. And, and, and I, I, I want the audience to know this is a true story. I'm not making any of this. No, story. it's not. She was uh, quite beautiful. Cat uh, in California. Hi, Cat. I'll try to make the smooth segue to you, but uh, good morning. I don't know how much further it could have gone with going from Seymour Butts to Cat in California. Yeah. <laughs> 
Good morning. I was just calling. Um, I called back in February for my son Oliver's birthday, and you guys sang him a uh, birthday song. He was so excited. He wanted to say thank you. Um, I actually just dropped him off at school, so he couldn't say thank you. But he also asked if we could call about his dad, my amazing husband's birthday, which is this uh, Sunday. His name's Rick from California. Uh, well... Do we want to say happy birthday to Rick? I would think Kat should say happy birthday to Rick. Okay. All right. Hello. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay. There you My go. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I'm you. sure he's listening right now. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, thank you, Kat. Um, do we want to say happy birthday? Happy birthday. Hey, Rick. Rick. Todd, do you want to? Happy birthday, Rick. Right. Enjoy yourself. Let loose a little bit. Marv? Happy birthday, Rick. All right, Paul. All right, Rick. I'm, I'm good. I'm all set. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I figure it's just pretty much redundant at this point. You I know, I don't like doing that. I don't really want to have a happy birthday. It doesn't bother me either way. It goes back to what we've talked about. Is it Facebook where people put? Oh, yeah. Or what kind of social media do they use to say, I'd want to thank my, my knight in shining armor, my, my rock, my rock. And happy 25th year to my rock. Is that on Facebook? Yeah, I mean, a little Instagrammy too. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, it's Instagramish. Yeah, I, I I'm not on any of those. You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> yes, yes, Todd. I don't like when they write this five paragraph tribute and you find out that at the end that then then they had to flush the goldfish. It's like it sounded like it was someone's parent or a grandma or an aunt. I know people are you know get worked up about their pets, but and then we had to flush Betty down the toilet because she was found at the bottom of the little aquarium. If I gave you a do-over, would you not? I would probably still <laughs> okay. say that. Yeah. Oh, you would? Yeah, they're yeah. very passionate. Oh, that's the problem. A very passionate, that's, tragic story, um, and it was a goldfish Up against a break. We got to take a break. <laughs> We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Simply safe home security. After you've done spring cleaning, then make sure you go out and get uh, simply safe home security. Protect that home. You must protect this house. Simply Safe, designed with cutting edge technology, backed by 24 7 professional monitoring. In an emergency, agents use Fast Protect technology, only from Simply Safe. And what that does, it's capturing critical evidence, verifying the threat is real, so you get priority police dispatch. 24 7 professional monitoring, and the service is going to cost under a dollar a day. By comparison, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. You can lock, unlock the doors, access your cameras, arm and disarm your system from anywhere. Simply Safe, award-winning home security. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a couple of minutes. It's simplysafedan.com. If you go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. Get started. Go to simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Who is this, Marv? This is a young man by the name of Skilo. A song called I Wish. Skilo. Yep. This song was in a Super Bowl commercial a few years back. Oh. Yep. Okay. He didn't have a second song either. He did not. No. Another one-hit wonder. All right, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Uh, I still love these over-unders here. If I said uh, passing touchdowns for Bryce Young, according to DraftKings, 26.5. C.J. Stroud, 23.5. And, and over-under rushing yards for B. John Robinson is just over 1,100 yards. And then you got Lamar Jackson. He's got some new toys in there in Baltimore. Over-under passing touchdowns is 24 and a half. Over-under rushing yards is 80, uh, 875 yards for uh, Lamar Jackson. Matt Miller works for the Mothership, covering the draft. He writes for ESPN.com, contributes to a variety of shows, including NFL Live and Get Up. Uh, thanks for joining us, Matt. At what point did you realize it was time to tear up your mock draft last night? At two overall, so about 7.30 Central Time was when I was ready to go. That's, you know, I know I'm not the only one, but we've said all throughout this draft process, it's the most unpredictable year. I've been doing this since 2011. It's the most unpredictable year I've ever covered because we didn't know what Houston was going to do. And it's so funny. You heard from camps throughout the last week. 
they love Will Anderson. And I'd reported this. They had a, a grade on Will Anderson that was like perfect on your draft board. It's like a 9.0 or whatever scale they use. But then I even had someone grab me in the lobby the other night. It's like, they're going C.J. Stroud. They're going C.J. Stroud. And you're like, okay, I'm hearing both these things. They were all right. They were both right. They yeah. did love Will Anderson, and they did grab C.J. Stroud. So at a huge cost, obviously, they paid a lot to do that. But uh, Houston definitely set the mock draft world on fire. Okay, why did Houston disguise this so much for so long that they wanted C.J. Stroud? I don't – there's no reason. There really isn't. You were on the clock, and I think we've known for about a month that it was uh, – three weeks that it was going to be Bryce Young. So the only thing I can come up with, Dan, is maybe there was some legitimate, you know, conversation up until the point of the draft starting. And, and usually what happens, you know, the morning of the draft, you're finally presenting the plan to the owner, saying, hey, here's what we're going to do. And things can change at that point. Uh, so maybe Cal McNair said, wait, I want both these guys. What's that going to take? But I, I do know the Texans have been laying the groundwork to move up in the days before the draft. So maybe they're also like, maybe they're smoking out leaks in this. You know, they, they oh. let Jack Easterby go. He was kind of known as a talker a little bit. So maybe they're saying, hey, we got a new front office uh, or a new coaching structure, a new organizational structure. Let's find out who's leaking. So we're going to put this out and we're going to put that out and we're going to see where it's coming from. I like what Arizona did. I don't like the team, but I like what they did. And they <laughs> and they got the, the person that the player they wanted in Paris Johnson. And then you had the Colts. They were staying there. They weren't moving up. It felt like they weren't flinching, that they were locked in on. Now, was it whoever was going to be available or was it going to be, we're taking Anthony Richardson? I think the Colts were set on, we will take whoever's available. Okay. We'll, we'll take one of the guys. Whether it was going to be Richardson or Stroud, we're going to take whoever's available. Hey, I'm with you. I like what Arizona did, trading down. Paris Johnson's going to look great blocking for Caleb Williams next year. Because I just don't know that we're ever going to see Kyler. Is Kyler the guy there? Wait, I, wait, I don't wait, think wait. Kyler's the guy what? there. They, they paid him all this money. Oh, Carson Wentz got paid. Jared Goff got paid. I don't know that that matters anymore. If you're not the guy, you're not the guy. You've got a new head coach, a new GM. We'll see. I'm, you know, I'm rooting for Kyler. But I, I, the second that trade was announced, the first thing I thought was, they're going to have a lot of picks if they want to go get Caleb Williams next year. A lot of picks. And so you have to start you got to start thinking ahead. Who's, who's going to be the team that, that has eyes for next year's you know, unbeatable generational prospect. All right. You're first on the board with that uh, possibility yeah. there for Arizona. And and I was mentioning this. I wouldn't have gone crazy for a quarterback this year. If I got one, great. Yeah. But I know next year's class is always better than this year's class, at least in our mind. But it feels like there's three quarterbacks next year who are who are better than these quarterbacks or would be rated higher. So you're going to have Drake I, May, yeah. Caleb, and Penix at Washington would probably, they might all grade out higher than these guys. Yeah, and there's always the unknown. There's always the guy that comes from nowhere as well. You know, maybe Quinn Ewers figures it out of Texas and becomes the guy. Uh, I'm, I'm holding my breath on that. We'll see if it happens. But you're right. Uh, I think with Caleb coming out of USC, there are fewer questions about him. Same with Drake May. Right now, after a year of watching them play, Caleb for a year and a half, there are fewer questions now. There holes might get poked in them over the next 12 months that that certainly happens but i can tell you like talking to scouts general managers even agents over the past couple months a lot there are a lot of conversations already about next year and i, I always think it's interesting when a team sets themselves up for the future philadelphia has done that yeah. better than anyone they do a great job of let's keep an eye on the future we want to always have two first round picks if we can and now now arizona's that team that is really set up for next year if they want to be the pick that bothered you the most last night? 
Um, I, I feel badly saying this because he's a good player, but Jameer Gibbs at 12 overall was a shock to me. I, I had him as like an early second round pick. He's, you know, under 200 pounds. He's a smaller guy. He's a lot like what they have in DeAndre Swift. He's a slasher back who catches the ball. He is a great receiver out of the backfield. He's a dangerous kick returner. Maybe if you put the label on, on him, it was an offensive weapon. They're going to lose Jamison Williams to a suspension. But why for a while. not trade down, Matt? Exactly. That's my problem, Dan. And they, so they did it again with Jack Campbell. They took two good players at bad value spots. Yes. You're right. And running back and linebacker are the two most devalued positions in the NFL draft. And Gibbs is not Bijan Robinson. Let's just be upfront about that. Mm-hmm. Where you take Bijan at eight, you're like, okay. This dude, we've only seen a couple players like this before. Gibbs is like, it would be like drafting Jamal Charles. That's his ceiling. Best case scenario, Jamal Charles. Probably going to have a short career, but be a really good player in that span because of his burst. But you could have traded down. You didn't have to worry about the Green Bay Packers selecting him at 13. You didn't have to worry about New England selecting him at 14, especially with the way the board was falling. With good corners on the board still, good wide receivers. The way it was playing out, Detroit could have traded twice in the first round. It's still got these guys. He's Matt Miller, the ESPN NFL draft analyst. He writes for ESPN.com. If you were going to look at who missed out more on the player they really wanted, the Jets or the Cowboys? Oh, the Jets. And this was so predictable. The minute they traded from 13 to 15, and everything you heard was they didn't want to do it. That was the last nail in the coffin. They don't want to do it. I love I love the chaos of the draft. So when when you see the way the board's falling, and here come the Pittsburgh Steelers with a gigantic need at left tackle, and the New York Jets with a gigantic need at left tackle, Pittsburgh jumps one spot ahead and takes the last tackle on the the last tackle with a first round grade in Broderick Jones. So I think the Jets, I think they may have panicked a little bit. Will McDonald is a fine player. I don't particularly think he should have been drafted at 15 at 240 pounds. Uh, and especially when you drafted Jermaine Johnson last year in the first, maybe he'll be the new Carl Lawson there and, and people can replay this and I'll be wrong, but it felt like the jets got jumped and then didn't necessarily have a plan right there. I don't know if Dallas got who they wanted though, Matt. I don't know. I think they wanted Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, I, I, think that was the, yeah, I mean, I think they wanted Dalton Kincaid. Uh, the, the, the room didn't look great when it popped up on TV. <laughs> you know, they didn't look like they were super happy. Uh, Mozzie Smith's a good player, and if he's going to, you know, give Micah Parsons more clean looks off the edge, that's great. If he can stop the run in that division, which you're going to have to be able to stop the run in the East with all the the weapons that are there. But yeah, that one felt like a team that probably wanted to be able to trade back after they got jumped and just didn't have time to do it. Could everybody everybody be wrong about Will Levis? So I. How do you mean that? I had Will Levis rated 25th on my board, Dan. I thought he was more of a second-round pick than a first-round pick. Okay. So if I don't know which side. I would say I was on the side of he should not have been drafted in the top five. Okay, but Mel Kuyper, Mel Kuyper shouting I last night, take, take him at yeah. number two. I love Mel. Uh, that is the beauty of evaluation is we can watch the same player mm-hmm. – we could sit down together in the same room, watch the same player, and have different opinions. And I think for Levis, it's 2021. You saw the promise, the upside. 2022, I saw a guy who couldn't get the ball out. There were times he was just tight in the pocket. You know, he's clutching onto the ball, afraid to make a mistake. So there's kind of that yin and yang. And it, it doesn't help when you hear things like, hey, he's kind of like Carson Wentz. And it's like, okay, well, which Carson Wentz am I getting? And it's like, yeah, that's the, that's the point. We don't know which, which player you're going to get. So – um, could be wrong. This could be the motivation he needs. You know, I, I always felt like he was a, like a type A perfectionist personality anyway, to where 
I don't know that he needs a bigger chip on his shoulder. You know, I think that already existed. And, and you know, with the way that he's kind of been overlooked in this pre-draft process, but um, maybe it'll work. The Rams at 36, his offensive coordinator was with them last year. No team will have better intel on Will Levis than the LA Rams. And they could use a quarterback in the future. If the Rams pass on Levis, we, we probably know a little bit more about why he's falling at this point, whether it be the toe injury, the injuries he had last year, the 23 interceptions, or you know, reports that he wasn't interviewing particularly well. What about Hendon Hooker? When does he go? So I lo- yeah, I think he goes early as well. Uh, so I'm a Hendon Hooker fan. I'm, I said on one of our things, I would take Hendon Hooker over Will Levis, and I, I got mocked ruthlessly. So we'll see what happens. But I think that we, we see teams. Detroit makes a lot of sense. If they want to go QB of the future, I still think Seattle is a team. Hendon would be perfect in Seattle because of the deep ball ability, that what he does as a runner. He only threw five interceptions the last two years in the SEC yeah. while playing in an offense that pushes the ball down the field. I mean, they're not just throwing check screens and, and dumping it off. They're attacking. So I think he'll he'll go fairly early, especially with the report you know this week that he's going to be ready to go sooner than everybody thought. Good to talk to you, Matt. Have fun tonight. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate you. That's Matt Miller, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, contributes to multiple shows. You see him on Get Up, NFL Live, and he writes for ESPN.com. Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, welcome back. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Dan, I may have to go on Maury for a DNA test. Did you see the Make-A-Wish kid who uh, announced the Jets uh, pick last night? He was wonderful. Oh, man, he gave us a nice J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I was in Jersey 14 years ago. (laughs) Stop. Oh, boy. (laughs) Thank you, Barry. That's uh, Barry in Santa Fe. He does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. What's his motto, Seton? He does what he wants when he wants with with who he wants, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember that last part. John in Philly. Hi, John. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. uh, Six foot, 210. Um, I was wondering, uh, with the change in the draft format, with the first round being on primetime Thursday night, how much that plays into someone slipping from the first round to the second round. Like, if if Will Levitt, if it was like back in, you know, 10, 12 years ago when the draft was the first three rounds were on Saturday and Will Levis goes in the second round, would it be that big of a deal or is, how much, you know, or is it bigger now because it's, you know, we have 24 hours to talk about it. Well, I also think, John, that Will Levis was talked about as being a number one overall or at least a top five draft pick. Therefore, that's where it stings more. If you said, if, if it was more of the Hendon Hooker expectations, then it's not as big a deal. Because if Hendon Hooker went in the first round, it'd be late in the first round. And I thought maybe the Vikings. But going into the second round, it's not a big deal. It was Will Levis had all this momentum. And then you had Mel Kuyper saying he would take him to number two overall. And I kept thinking, I know Mel has forgot more NFL than I know, but he's wrong. I just didn't see it with Will Levis. And then I reached out to a source and I said, help me understand this. And my source said, smoke and mirrors. That was, that was the description of what was going on with Will Levis. And I went, okay. You, he looked like he could play the position. He just wasn't consistent. And if you're not consistent in college, how are you going to be consistent in the pros? It's rare. There are certain traits you take with us, certain traits that you can 
improve upon. But a lot of times you are who you are when you're going into the NFL. And that's what I was surprised with with Will Levis. Because it felt like he had the measurables. He could be a poor man's Josh Allen. I mean, you know, all these things. I mean, C.J. Stroud had knocks against him as well. He didn't interview well or, you know, the, uh, the test that you take as a quarterback, uh, that he didn't do well on that. Like, you know, I get it. And, and stuff is leaked. Leaked so somebody may get somebody that they want. Or, you know, somebody may fall in love with somebody because they're worried somebody else is going to take them. I mean, that happens with the draft. This is business. No, they have no problem lying to you. Yeah, Paul. I love, though, that this is now a three- or four-year storyline because Mel Kuyper is going to either look like, remember he had the Jimmy Clausen. I'd take Jimmy Clausen over everybody pick yeah, yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And he's had other picks where he said, this guy will not work out. Stay away from him because Mel gives you his opinion, not necessarily the mocks. So in three years, if Will Levis is looking at his next contract because he's awesome and he's Josh Allen because they had similar college careers. We, be- we rarely remember when you're right but we never forget when you're wrong. You know, it's like Skip Bayless was completely wrong on Johnny Manziel, and Merrill Hodge was completely right on Johnny Manziel. It's, this is my opinion, like Tim Tebow. Skip was wrong on Tim Tebow. But he, he falls in love with the person. If you're going to analyze the draft, you have to fall in love with the skills. Like, you have to, it's like... A, Take away the personality or the, you know, the person itself. These are the skills. This is what he does. This is how he does it. Here's the tape. But you can't go, man, I really like that guy. Because then that takes you down a path of no return. And that's when you get in trouble when you make these picks. There are guys that I've gone, man, I love Like Zay Flowers. I love him. I think he's a wonderful pick for the Ravens. I don't know him. I just know when I saw him play at BC, I'm thinking, how did he get to BC, and how did he not transfer? Jameer Gibbs, when he was at Georgia Tech, I went, God, that guy's good, but he's at Georgia Tech. It just sometimes – now, if you play – if Zay Flowers played at Alabama, we'd be like, man, that dude, he is a baller. You know? Now, he might not start until his <laughs> last year there, but but – you know, you have a different opinion where they play, who they played against, uh, and how consistent. I'm watching Will Levis, and I've said it before, you don't start at Penn State, you transfer to Kentucky, had a good first year there, the second year, and maybe he was injured. I get all that. Anthony Richardson, I said the same thing. I, I watched the Kentucky-Florida game because I thought, all right, let me see what we got here. I came away with a, you got to be kidding me. I was disappointed. Yeah, more. Going back to the draft, and we were talking about um, Nick Saban and John Calipari. Is this basically a recruiting tool? Like, hey, everybody, hey, guys, high school kids, you're watching this? You see all these guys? They come well, to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Nick, Nick had a suit on that you couldn't miss, by the way. Uh, questionable, questionable choice there. What? what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for Coach Saban. He looked like he's getting ready to go to... Pinehurst. No, he looked like he was, he was going to prom or something. He had a nice linen. It looked like a, maybe a linen jacket. I don't want to speak out of school. What, what color was that? Salmon. I don't even think it was salmon. It was a lovely salmon. I don't even think it was salmon. Uh, that was strawberry quick pink. Strawberry. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Blue, yeah. blue. Yeah. Uh, let me take a break. Uh, we have the new Ironwood Grill from Traeger, and I'm watching Tyler and some of the backroom guys. They're searing our ribeye steaks here. 
We are debuting this, and it looks tasty there. All right, let, let me take a break. We'll uh, go outside, have some food, and we'll clean up the uh, rest of this show. Last call for phone calls, what we learned back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And 
You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, a lot of fun this week. Thanks for your support. Phone calls, emails, tweets. Also, checking out our Mother's Day items, Dan's Deals, danpatrick.com. Hand-selected luxury items for Mother's Day at incredible prices. So the uh, exclusive deals, anywhere from 50 to 84% off while they last. You have until tomorrow at 1 o'clock to get those, place the order, make sure they're going to be there for Mother's Day. Go to danpatrick.com and click on Dan's Deals. Hurry, don't wait. Once again, it's just like tailgate moonshine. When it's gone, it's gone. Yes, Seton? Let's get into the olive oil business. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, this the one that we have, it's imported from uh, Greece, Greece yeah. right? But you could do Italy, too. You can, yeah. That sounds like, and then now every time you go over there, it's a work trip. Oh. I, I got other things to do. Like, I got, I got to carry the show. I know, but. I don't have time to do olive oil. Maybe we could get ourselves a studio over there. <laughs> just throwing it out there i mean i mean why not sure all right you work on that we'll use that as our european you, base you are our european studio yeah. man cave yeah yeah, yeah. do yeah. they call it a man cave <laughs> what, what's man cave in italian mm. hold please all right thank you yes yeah, smart i have breaking news by the way with uh about my man todd fritz okay uh, do you want to uh, have breaking news? Oh, sure. Music? Now, we go to the newsroom oh, for an IT God. investigation. The motto of our news team is, if good journalism is wrong, well, then we don't want to be right. Let's go to the newsroom. Paulie? Marvin, it's all yours. All right. Thank you, Paulie. All right. So <laughs> I went to Alicia Classes on Wikipedia page. Now she's a... Fritzy went out with her one time, and then she he realized that she was in porn. Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay, all, all right. right. So on her Wikipedia page, yes, she studied. She was engaged to Seymour Butts, and they da- da- uh, briefly dated sports agent Dan Lonzo. Okay, she went on a sushi date with Todd Fritz. No way from the Dan Patrick Show years ago. No way that's in there. Frit, I mean Paulie, right next to me. It, it, it's on her Wikipedia. It has been. It appears. Okay. I don't know how to process that. Is that cool? Disturbing? That's not a good thing. I don't know what to make. Of well, it. disturbing for her or you? Probably disturbing for her. I, I guess that's kind of cool in some weird way. I don't know. But that was your opening line. That you're. What did you say? You're beautiful. I said. I just want to let you know you're by far the prettiest woman in here. And then she gave me a little kiss on the lips briefly, and then wherever she went about her business at this uh, <laughs> bachelor party that we were at at the Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm telling you, she sent you her tapes, her work. That's that that was that had second date written all over Could it. Could have been Mr. Class. <laughs> I was breaking down that footage like Merrill Hodge goes through the uh, NFL draft. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say it either. Yeah, but but was she Will Levis though? That That's you know, did she drop a little bit, or was you know? No. Did she have upside? Yes. Uh, she, yeah. <laughs> Definitely had a lot of that. All righty here. This day in sports history, Paulie. I'm going to try to top that. It's in 1961. The NFL chose Canton, Ohio for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1985, Billy Martin was named manager of the New York Yankees for the fourth time. I was there. Dang, that's why I was there that day. 1987, it was announced that the NBA expansion teams would be in Charlotte and Miami in 1988. Who were the first two picks for those franchises? For Miami? Ronnie... 
Ronnie Cycli. Maybe. Maybe. And for Charlotte, uh, Larry Johnson. Armin Gilliam? Oh. Maybe. I don't even know if that's right. Former 76er. Yeah, Marv. I'm going to go J.R. Reed. Oh. That's probably right. Carolina Tar Heel. On this day, the Lakers moved uh, to Los Angeles. Also on this day, uh, Rams selected Jared Goff with the first overall pick in the NFL draft. Let's see. What do you have for the Hornets, Paul? First pick for the Hornets, our boy Rex Chapman, 1988. Oh, yeah, Rex. Rex. Let's go. Okay, J.R. Reed, year two. Kendall Gill, Larry Johnson, Zoe Morning. That's a good run. Okay. And then they had the Perry Ellis uniforms. Didn't they have the pinstripe uniforms? Top five. You think those are top five uniforms? The Hornets uniforms? The those. Mm, what? I don't know. The pinstripes with the different colors? Know. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. What did we learn? I yeah. I learned you don't know fashion. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> dang, Mark, right, on a Friday. Right. Okay. You're going to do that to me on a Friday and send me spiraling into the weekend like Todd always okay. claims we yeah, do. Yeah, that's what happens to me. Uh, Todd? You feel the Jets and Cowboys whiffed in the draft last night. Get an offensive lineman receiver or tight end for Aaron Rodgers for crying out loud. Yeah, Seton O'Connor, what did you learn? Hey, not happy with the Cowboys. No, I don't believe that's who they wanted. Marvin? Ross Tucker compares Will Levis to Kmart. Paulie, another fantastic meat Friday on the on the grill. Smoked and seared ribeyes with bourbon butter, barbecued baked beans. All the recipes are on the uh, website danpatrick.com. Uh, what did I learn, Todd? Mike Florio thinks the Falcons went from a fringe team to a division winner and contender just by selecting Bijan Robinson. It's the Traeger Flat Rock Flat Top Grill, and we seared the ribeyes, and they are delish. Flat Rock, check it out. Get yours today at Traeger. T R A-E-G-E-R. Traeger.com. Remember, use the uh, code DPSHOW at checkout to get free shipping. The 1215 podcast, the Backroom Guys, coming up later on the uh, website. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you Monday. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.